What do you call two guys that were there when this happened? Back to return at Spurlock. Michael Spurlock at the 10. He's to the 20. He's to the 25. Or the 30. To the 40-yard line. We could see history. 50, 40, to the 30-yard line. Run, Michael. Run, Michael. Run, Michael. Run. Touchdown, Tampa Bay. There you go. And that 62-yard field goal attempt. It is good. Let's go. Eagles. Who can forget? Again, I'm looking again. Those up the middle. That's hey, intercepted at the Derek 30. Brooks. Derek Brooks, 30. Touchdown, Tampa Bay. Derek Brooks, the most valuable player in the National Football League. There it is. The dagger's in. We're going to win the Super Bowl. We call them the Salty Dogs. Hey there, everyone, and uh, welcome to the playoff bound Salty Dogs <laughs> podcast. Wow. I didn't think we were going to last that long. Before we could ever say that again. <laughs> it's been 13 years, Jeff. Yes, I know. Most of the people, it was funny, the reactions around the staff, like um, mm-hmm. where, we, where we were working and then, you know, on meetings and so on. Most of them like, ah, oh, I finally get to experience the playoffs. Because most of the staff has not been here for 13 years. Yeah, <laughs> smart. <laughs> it's, a, it's, a, it's a kind of a small group that remembers the last time we were in the playoffs. Yeah. It was and it was, it was right brief. here against the Giants. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And then 05 was against Washington. And both of those were first round exits. Yeah. And home games, but yeah, first round yeah, games, yeah, so. yeah, yeah. Well, I'm not going to think about that. I'm just going to celebrate. Well, look, we're in the playoffs to start. We've won. Uh, we won our very our most recent road playoff game. Hmm. Yes. Look at it that way. What were you six and two on the road this year? Six and two on the road. Yeah. We Tied a team record. You know what else we were six and two? Mm-hmm. Super Bowl season. I was just going to say oh two, and also 2010. But don't worry yeah. about that. So. Uh, yeah. How about that? Uh, you know what? It, it was not, it was a nice, I'm, I'm letting that sink in a little bit. Yeah. You, know, you, for, you know, you're, you take the wins, but you know, winning on the road is hard, you know? Yeah. So six and to two, six and two is pretty I like, strong. I like Bruce's reaction to, Hey, how's it feel to clinch the playoffs? And he's like, it's just the beginning. Yeah. Well, that's, that's why you got it. Because what's the point? You're not, you're not doing it just so you can say I made the playoffs. You're doing it so you can chase the ultimate, the ultimate goal. Yeah. And, and you can't chase the goal though, until you get into the playoffs. So you have to celebrate <laughs> being in the playoffs. I did like what he said, how happy he was for guys like Levante yeah. and Will Golston that even Mike Evans and Mike Evans. And you forget Mike has been around for seven, seven years. years. Yeah. And just watching their joy and, and BA made the comment, Hey, you know, I have two rings. I've been through this. But now he wants it even more. I, sure. I know B.A. wants it more because, you know, we've both have been to the Super Bowl. Yeah. We have both have experienced it. It was amazing. I want to do it again because I want to, I want to en- try to uh, enjoy it. it. It was so busy because, you know, there was no week in between. Yeah, that's right. We went that's from, the last time that's happened. Right. We went from Philadelphia straight to here. L.A. all in 12 – or rather um, San Diego all in 12 hours. Yeah, not straight. We came here. We yeah. came back to Tampa and then the next morning right, right back on a plane. So um, that, that was, was hectic. Kind of, you know, and, and as a fan, I would say, oh, what do you need two weeks for? But I have to tell you, living it, you do need that week. You need that week to prep. Yeah. That, so. was a, that was a hectic week, but well worth it. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> you brought up Mike Evans. Wow. How about his game, huh? Was that great to see? I was just so happy. I was so happy. 
I just, like I like Bruce admitting basically uh, conceding that yeah we were trying to get him the ball. Well, yeah, but see, I think Bruce is a historian of football and he understands what that means. If you can break a record, you can break a record. Well, and also it was working. So when you keep throwing it to yeah. him and it keeps working, it's a good strategy in, on the top of yeah. And it was the record. and in fairness, they weren't forcing it to him. He was. It wasn't that you know. There oh, was one, we just got to throw. There throw. was one more deep ball that we got that we didn't miss by much. That Mike would already be there. And if anybody doesn't know what we're talking about, uh, we just said. Mike's been in the league seven years, and in each of his first six years, he topped a thousand receiving yards. And only he and Randy Moss, who was his boyhood idol, have done that. Started mm-hmm. their career with six one thousand yard receiving seasons. Um, <clears throat> Mike could be therefore be the first one with seven seasons wow. to start their career. And we've been talking about that for the last three or four weeks because as of just a few weeks ago, it didn't seem likely. No. I remember telling you. Even after the, the when there were three games left, I'm like, well, it's because he got like 56 yards in the 13th game, so it's like mm, now he yeah. needs like 111 per game. Right. So you honed in on that number, yeah, I did, and you just wanted to give him 110 every game. And I said last week, after he got like exactly 110 or 111 last week, you're pointing that out to me. I'm like, yeah, but I think he needs to have one. You can't count on that every week. So one of these last two games, he needs to have one really big game. And he did. And he did. He did. He would have had even a bigger game. Correct me if I'm wrong. If I'm not mistaken, they had a whole um, uh, illegal block downfield. They called one of his passes no, back. Was that so. his? No. Okay. I was. But he did. I think he did also um, draw yet another pass interference penalty. Yeah. And he had that one. They they took a shot for him deep later in the game, and it was not too far off. That would have been nice. The thing about Mike, and I, 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 I'm sure fans appreciate it. He he wasn't he's he's not complaining that he didn't get the ball. No, like, like 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 everybody else, you want the record. If you have a chance for the record, you want it. But he also knows that this is a team sport. If you and to- he's a great teammate. If you told him four weeks ago, hey, you're either going to get the 400 yards you need for that record, or you're going to make the playoffs, but not not both. It's it's obvious which one he would choose. Yeah, he'd go playoffs so, every time. It's great that now he can do both. Yeah, I think I think there's a good shot of it. He happening. only needs 40 now because mm-hmm. he got 181 in that game. But what's crazy when you think about all of that is he's got two games with what one yard each. Yeah, uh, he he or has two yards and one, one game. Yeah, he had one game where he had one one yard touchdown catch. That was oh. Denver, I think. Mm-hmm. And he had so the first four weeks of the season went. He had a hundred yard game. No, I think he I think he just had the one yard game, and then he had a hundred yard game. And then he had a two-yard game, and then he had a hundred-yard game, <laughs> yeah, just, uh, and then he sort of settled in. He was fighting through some injuries, so there were a lot of games where it was like forty or fifty or sixty, mm-hmm. and he just wasn't on pace for it. Right. He's, this is great because there have been seasons like last year where Mike's had injuries that hampered him at the end of the year. This is kind of the obvious opposite, and right. it's good because we're headed to the playoffs. Yeah, Mike did make a comment that he's feeling really healthy Which, right now. You know, he fought through the injuries in the middle of the season. It's kind of surprising he's played every game, to be honest with mm-hmm. you. He's played every game. I mean, in Chicago, he basically had one leg. And uh, and now this is great for him and us because he's peaking at the right point. Yeah, I, I, I'm very, very excited for him. I'm really, really excited for uh, Levante David, too, also right now. Uh, we managed to get Levante on the air, and, and he was really – you could tell how excited he really was because he made a comment, which I which I thought was funny. Out of the clear blue, he goes – TJ, it's so good talking to you because, <laughs> because you know, we're not allowed in the locker room, so okay. everything's in Zoom. Right. And it was just one of those because TJ's always in the locker room, right. you know, doing live interviews. He's so, first one in. Yeah. And so uh, just really happy, you know, nine years. It's a long time. Um, 
I thought uh, on, a, on a sidebar too. I thought it was pretty cool that Gerald McCoy tweeted out, "Hey guys, I'm I'm really excited yeah. for you." That's good. Uh, I mean, that, I when people say, "Oh, players really don't," they're you know they don't get vested in what's going on. I think they're mistaken. I think that well, Gerald that, was here nine years too, so um, he's obviously sure going to identify with this team. Yeah, crazy for a long, long time. through it all. Crazy through it all. Do you know? Well, for, okay, so just to finish, wrap up the Mike Evans thing, sure. he, that got him to now he's only 40 yards away. One game to go with 40 yards, and Atlanta doesn't have a particularly great pass defense. He he kind of torched that rookie corner last two yeah. weeks ago. Yeah. So you can get it to him. You can get him that record probably pretty easy without really having to force it. Right. In fact, it could be just one big play. Mm-hmm. You know, And then who knows how long we're going to keep guys in. Well, there's that. It, I, I don't like what they did last week. You know, put up. Well, bunch, you can do that when you're up yeah, 34 to nothing. Put up a bunch of points and then go ahead and rest everybody. But, you know, B.A. did say he needs to win this game. Yeah, and he says it does not – they don't care for how it will affect um, who we play, but I care. Yeah. Um, yeah. And he want, just wants the 11th win because he thinks 11 and 5 is a lot better than 10 and 6. Yeah. He, it's Well, he made a good comment. And it, it's hard to get to 11 wins. Yeah, we've only done it three times, I think. Crazy, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, 99, 2002, and 2005. So you get to you get to the 11th win. Also, you don't want to go into the playoffs with a loss. I know yeah. it It kind of like, uh, but you've won three games in a row now. You could go four games in a row going into the playoffs. You're playing good football. Tom Brady was talking about how, how we went in. We came out of that bye. We went into that bye with two straight three-point losses yeah. to the Rams and the Chiefs, and it was about as low as we felt this year. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, because you weren't so you – know, when we were talking, we weren't so sure. You know, seven and five, we were saying, well, at we least – We were on the cusp you, at that point. You need to win at least three. But they came out of that saying, okay, we got a chance now to run the table. We're rested. We're healthier. Uh, we've kind of got a chance to mentally reset. Some of these opponents down the stretch, at least based on their record, you know, it's not as hard as playing the Rams and the Chiefs. Mm-hmm. And, and it's come to pass, and now they're one game away from actually running the table, like they said, and that had that would surely send you into the playoffs with a full head of confidence and steam, right? Right. I mean, that would be the best way to go. And, yeah, I would love for us to be so far ahead at halftime that we can pull a bunch of guys too, but I don't I, – I, it's up to Bruce, of course, and his coaching staff and what they want to do. It's their decision. I'm hoping – we don't do a lot of resting of players and we go all out for the win from beginning to end. Well, yeah, you and I both have seen how that plays out, resting players. I just, and... it's the old, we've used it many times before. It's the old, I know guys can get hurt. Mm-hmm. Obviously, that can happen in any game. But John Gruden's old saying, you know the one I always throw out there? What's that? You got to live in your hopes and not in your fears. Yeah, there you go. Okay, all I right. think that's what you got to do with this game. You, you can't, you can, of course. I'm, I'm not saying you can't. Well, and I would understand if coach puts a player in bubble wrap for the game or half or something mm. because you just don't want to be without well him. if you're if you're you know if you have a large lead like that i thought it was smart uh to pull tom out of, yeah out of that game. makes I, sense and and you give your backup a, a chance to get yeah, some reps in good. case you need them you know that game uh you as you may have noticed if you're listening here we've been talking a lot about playoffs and mike evans we haven't really talked a lot about a game that we won by that was one of the most dominant wins in team history mm-hmm. because we know the circumstances sure I mean, I you, think we you did what you were supposed to do. Well, Mike Evans said we knew what was going on. We knew they were shorthanded. They had COVID problems. They had coaches out, and it was, we thought our goal was to dominate this game because mm-hmm. you should be able to walk in there and dominate that game. And if you squeak by, a win's a win. You'd be happy uh-huh. with the win. You'd be happy with the playoffs, but you'd be thinking, man, we really should have demolished that team. So the fact that they did, 
you know, That's you can't get yeah. you, you can't get you can't get too you can't Giddy about yeah, it. Yeah, you can't get too cocky about yeah. beating a team that a ton of players out due to injuries yeah. and then lost their starting quarterback after one series yeah. and had the wide receiver coach calling plays and and an analytics guy that's never coached a position in his life calling the defense. <laughs> that's crazy. See how well that worked. Yeah, that didn't really work. Goes to show you, you can have all the analytics you want. You still got to understand. Yeah, there were there. You know, we could we were basically passing at will in that yeah. game. I, th- you know, you know, you talk about games and games you should win and shouldn't win. I don't know if you watch that Kansas City game with Atlanta. Atlanta, honestly, it. I wish it's that. called execution, and we always hear coaches say that, and you go, yeah, yeah, yeah. But there are two plays that boil down to, as a tight game like that, the one, if you make the interception, if you hang on to the ball in the end zone, that game's over with. That game is over with. I don't remember all the details, even though I watched a good portion of it. Yeah, well, it was on the last drive that Kansas City had the ball. It threw it to the end zone. It was picked off. Uh, the Falcon caught it and as he caught it he fell on his back and he didn't hold the ball and it fell out the very next play kansas city scores the touchdown you can't get get patrick mahomes a second chance so then the falcons march all the way down and then they they, they missed the field goal so 39 yard field goal miss it was the second time that guy young way has missed all year he just made it to the pro bowl and deservedly (laughs) yeah he was 35 of 36 before but you know he didn't have his glasses on (laughs) i noticed that i made that comment he doesn't have his glasses on and then normally does he does he has those big thick black oh yeah that's true yeah like goggles yes yes so he didn't have them on i didn't notice that did they mention it on the broadcast i don't think so well i have a hard time i i usually mute broadcast that's yeah. funny. <laughs> That's because I'm calling the plays. I'm <laughs> I'm not a lot of fun to watch a game with. Because <laughs> I'm calling. Why are they taking the timeout now? That's ridiculous. <laughs> that was a stupid thing. <laughs> yeah, if you're by yourself, you're just basically in an echo chamber. Yeah, it's fine. Uh, so, yeah, I know what you're saying. And and that also gives you pause because Atlanta's coming here next. Sure. We had to have a giant comeback in the second half to beat them, and then they almost beat Kansas City. They're still frisky. The, listen, they're going to have a new head coach. I hope, on a personal level, it is Raheem. But they're going to have a new GM. They're going to have a new head coach. And when you're a player in the NFL, the only thing that speaks for you is what you have on tape. And if someone new comes in, and just like anybody else, if you look at the last game, you're looking to see who's hustling and yeah. who's not. Who's playing right. and who's they know that. who's packing up. Speaking of that situation in Atlanta, it, the order probably is important to Raheem. You know, do they or, do they hire a new GM first and let him bring in his coach, or do they hire a new coach first and let him have a say in who the GM is? Because if they hire a GM first, which is what I would guess they would do, yeah, that guy is probably going to want to bring in his own guy. Yes, usually, and he may he may like Raheem or or have respect for him, but I'd be willing to bet he'll bring in his own, he'll bring in his own guy. Well, they always, I mean, BA said <clears throat> that his advice to Todd and to Byron is that make sure the GM's the one who hires you. Right. Because if you're hired first, just what you said. Yeah. Exactly. But I think in this particular instance, because Rich McKay's there, and that's the that's the key in that organization. You don't know. We know what Who's his call. Ta- yeah, but, but w- yeah, where is that? How, What's his influence? Yeah, how does that, how, how do decisions get made? You know, that we know he's thing. a very influential guy, not sure. only in Atlanta, but the whole league. So yeah. I would think he's he's got input there. Yeah. So, and, a, and a good network. But I see them I see them trying really, really hard to win this game because nothing would make them better. You know, 
It's called being a spoiler. They're actually in dead last in the NFC. Yeah. Did you know that? Uh, were they four and four and eleven, and yeah. Philly's four ten and one? I wouldn't have guessed they were last. Looks to me in the uh, draft standings, at the moment they're either fourth or fifth, depending mm-hmm. on tiebreakers. Mm-hmm. Um, looks like it would be they'd be fourth, I think. So they're going to get some. I don't know if they're ready to move on from Matt Ryan yet, um, but they're going to have a high pick. Yeah. So is Carolina. So yes. So so I I think the Bucks are where they're supposed to be. I I think the month of December could not have been played out better. Um, the only thing that would have been nice if is, is if New Orleans would have lost to Minnesota on Christmas, because then uh, we'd be going into this game with a realistic chance. I was yes of winning the division. Yeah, I mean that would have been fun. That would that would have been a fun. And and what really gets to you in that game, the whole time I was watching that game, I was just thinking to myself, damn, why couldn't we have beaten them just once? If we beat them once, we'd one we'd, time we'd win the division. Yeah, we've had a problem with them for years now. That's they're stuff. good. They're good. They're, you, you know, I'm going to table that discussion because that's kind of the, there's an analogy there that um, is in one of the questions okay. that was sent to us. So I don't want to jump the gun. All right, on that. we won't. But let's look at these playoff stages. Do you have a good feel for them? I know you said you've you've read what I've written on. The I website. I have read a lot about it, and then I've been trying to process so all of it. Just for anybody who isn't aware or isn't 100 percent sure. The Buccaneers are now the five seed, and they hold on to that with a win, no matter what anybody else does. And I have to say, I did text Scott uh, before the Rams Seattle game, and I go, who who should I be rooting for? <laughs> and I said, <laughs> and you said, doesn't matter. Doesn't we matter. win, we're in. And I was like, okay, great, I can enjoy the game because we would have ended up in that scenario. We're eleven and five, and Seattle's at best eleven and five, and right. we would have won a tiebreaker against them based on common games, and it essentially came down to we beat the Giants and they lost to the Giants, yeah. which is pretty crazy, funny, huh? Right? right, but they didn't. And the Rams, it's a it's a simpler thing because the Rams are now nine and six, and we're ten and five. We have to stay a game ahead of them because they have the head-to-head tiebreaker. So here's what it is: Bucks win, Bucks five in. seed. Right. Bucks lose, Rams lose. We're five, five seed. seed. Bucks lose, Rams win, six seed. Those are the only possibilities. Okay. Okay. I personally would prefer to be the five seed. I'm I know you. you. You don't have to say it again. Every team is dangerous. No, Atlanta I mean, showed that Jacksonville didn't. Yep. Um, did you? You know, but um, I, I will say this: I'll give you this because you're not bringing it up. Okay, Chicago should really have beaten Jacksonville badly. They did. They did. The Bucks should have beaten the Lions, yeah. and so they did. So, in your case, that you always say those games, most of the times they go the way. Yeah. You would, the majority, maybe most, isn't the right word. Yeah, there were really no upsets this this. Well, I'll take it back. Well, I don't know if Cleveland. Cleveland over the Jets. They were that, they that, were hamstrung by losing all of their starting receivers the day before the game. Yeah, and then you have, um, and then Carolina beating uh, the Washington football team. Here's the thing, though. Both of those games, like the Cleveland one, you, they obviously had the problem with they were missing a couple linebackers too, I think, and mm-hmm. they're all the receivers, so that made it tougher. And since the Jets are suddenly playing decently. That wasn't as crazy of an outcome. Right. And then um, Washington has the quarterback problem. They don't really have one because Alex Smith is hurt. Dwayne Haskins is gone and was bad before they cut him. And then they have a guy named Taylor Heineke. Is that Heineke? Uh, I don't know how it's pronounced, but I think he was most recently playing and backing up somebody in the USFL or XFL or whatever that XFL, I guess. AFL? The, the recent thing. Yeah. Was that XFL or whatever? Yeah. One of those other leagues. Um you know what he's most famous for? No, no, that's not him. That's Wolf for the Rams. We'll get yeah. to that. Um, <clears throat> lost my train of thought. So Washington really had a quarterback problem. They do have a nice defense with a great defensive line. Well, they just cut their guy too. Yeah, that's what I said. Yeah, Haskins that, is gone. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I, I agree with it. I that that's the thing. Washington is not going to be picking low enough to get one of the first couple Mm-mm. 
quarterbacks, but I think I think that's a message. I think that's that's like okay, we're taking control of the team. You, you got to believe there was other things going on. Um, when you uh, what was I going to say? About I mean, that wasn't that wasn't Rivera's guy. They drafted him the year before, yeah. so. But that's a f- number 15th overall pick, Jeff, that didn't make it to the end of his second season. Wow. We're talking Jamarcus Russell's size. Yeah. Bl- uh, Ryan Leaf's yeah, size. Right, 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 right. Bust at this point. Wow. Well, he's still got time to I mean, he could turn together. his career around, but mm-hmm. in terms of the the Washington draft pick, it's a complete and utter bust and one of the biggest ones ever. Yeah. But, so the, let's say, and okay, we, we, the Bucks are the five seed with a win and or – a Rams loss. And now the Rams, do you know who their starting quarterback is going to be this week? Uh, the guy that you're talking about, Wolford. John Wolford. Yeah. Who I think his claim to fame is he's the guy that beat out. You remember that guy, Kendall Hinton, the, the uh-huh. receiver that played quarterback for Denver yeah. when they lost all their quarterbacks? Yeah. He was a quarterback in college, but this guy beat him out that's for the not, job at whatever that, school they were at. That's not good. But he played pretty well in the other in that other league. I'm, that, I'm, you're getting the two guys confused. Oh. I'm talking about John Wolford, not Taylor Henneke. Yeah, but wasn't Wilford in the other league also? I guess we can look that up. I thought he was. For some reason. But I in any case. But anyway, but anywho, any, <laughs> they have issues. The, well, Rams, the, Rams, the Rams suddenly have issues. After the Rams beat us, I was, first of all, in the lead up to that game, I was looking at their stats and what they'd done. I'm like, this is actually a pretty darn good team. Yeah. I think people are sleeping on them. Then mm-hmm. they came in here and looked great, even though they only beat us by three points. I thought they looked great. They did. And, uh, and then I think they won another game, and I'm like, okay, this is a legit. I at one point said I think the Rams are a legitimate NFC champion contender. Make a run. <clears throat> yeah, so much for that. They've fallen on hard times, and suddenly, even before Goff, Jared Goff broke his thumb, that their offense suddenly looks like it can't do anything. No, he played really poorly. He did play poorly. against Seattle, but but you know what? Seattle was taking a lot of knocks on their defense, and and they did struggle, but they got some guys back, and they're playing really really well defensively. That was a good football game. That was. Very aggressive. Game. Oh yeah, this guy, this Wolfer guy, did uh, play for the Arizona Hot Shots. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, he was pretty good too. He was a hot shot for sure. He was. No, he played pretty pretty well. That's why he's in the NFL. As I guess a so. Yeah. Uh, still, still, we're talking about a guy that has not yet thrown an NFL pass. I don't think. Uh, well, he's got a shot. So at that's it. what the Rams have to try to beat Arizona with. Yep. Uh, this week, and they have to win to get in. Yeah. When you're in. Well, no, I think they have to win or have the Bears. No, what has to happen is the Bears have to, for the Bears to get in, the Bears have to beat the Packers and the Rams have to lose. That's how the Bears get in. Yeah. That's how they get in. And and that's a tall order. They might get the Rams losing, but beating Green Bay, and I believe, I'm not sure if that game's at Lambeau or not. Arizona um, still controls their own fate, believe it or not. Well, and that was the, because uh, they're playing the Rams. Correct. That was the other thing is they could they can come back in, but I think I it, either you'd have to correct me on this because it's either Chicago needs to win and they need and I think it's the Rams to lose. They can no, or do they need the, Arizona? The Bears, Bears get a win. The Bears are in if they win. Do they? Yeah. What would be their record? Uh, they would be nine and seven, and they would win a. They would let's see. They would be nine and seven, and um, Arizona would be nine and seven if they win. Mm-hmm. But they they already are ahead of Arizona. They already have the tiebreaker on Arizona. Okay. So they that's why they just need to win. They can also win. They can also get in. The Bears can lose and still get in, which is good for them since they're playing the Packers. Wow. If the Bears lose, and the Cardinals lose. Because then they end up in a three-way 
No, then they had eight and eight, and they still have the tiebreaker over the <laughs> over the Arizona. Crazy. So um, if the Bears are out, if they lose and the Rams lose. Okay. Okay. All right. Keep an eye on which that. are both very possible because sure. Arizona, like I said, I know they have not looked good lately either. Uh, their offense with Kyler Murray has surprisingly stuttered, but I still they they, I like them with Kyler Murray over the Rams with John. They Wolverine. have not won a game since their hell Mary against Buffalo. Is that true? Yeah. They have really struggled since. So that. they really shouldn't have won that one. Well, that's what I'm saying is that was a huge game that really, you know, you're, kept uh, them in the hunt. You're spreading misinformation again, Jeff. Why? When did they, they win? They did lose three straight after that, and they had also lost to Miami before that, before the uh, Hale Murray. But in week 13, they beat the Giants 26-7. to Okay. And in week 15, I'm sorry, in week 14 they did that. In week 15, they beat Philly 33-26. Okay. So I must be. I it's must, not quite as dire as I must be. Out. I must be uh, two weeks behind my thought process. <laughs> That's not new. <laughs> Who so, knew? So okay, so the Cardinal, the Buccaneers. Who do you want? Is my question here. Let's say the Bucks, because it's the most likely outcome. The Bucks are the five seed, which mm-hmm. means you're playing the four seed, which is going to be the NFC East champion, no matter who it is. Right. And that team is going to have a maximum of seven wins. Mm-hmm. Okay. So if Washington wins, they're in. They win, and they they move that game to the night game. Yeah, which makes it that we won't know where we're going. But the until. the reason they like to put a game. Yeah, that's true. They like to put a game. In the night game, in, in the night game in week seventeen, that has its own playoff implications without it other games mattering. Mm-hmm. So they picked it. Yeah, the reason that's the case is because the Giants and Cowboys are going to play each other, and the Giant whoever wins that game will win the division if Washington loses. So yeah. no matter what else happens, Washington still knows they have to win. It's the Giants and the Cowboys, and whoever wins that game has to sit around all day waiting for the night game to see if they can get in. Boy, we've done that before in nineteen ninety eight. Remember flying back, flying from, back from Cincinnati. Cincinnati yeah. We hardly deserved it, though. We went into that last week in we're, seven and eight. Right, but we were an eight and eight team, just like Arizona. Who, yeah, just well, just like someone who. I mean, the the the. Um, I feel a little better about being an eight and eight wildcard team than a seven and nine division champion. Yeah, but you get a home field advantage, and yeah, that's true. And You're everything right. changes. So the actually the latter one is actually sure. better there. So who do you want, Jeff? We can end up playing at Washington, okay. at Dallas, or at the Giants. If I have, if if I get to pick, I I think I want to go to Washington. I think I think because of the quarterback, situation? because of the quarterback situation, and I think uh, we match up betterly, betterly, better than <laughs> I feel like the president here making up words. Um, the um, I I, w- I would think Washington. I, I would like this. Here's my total picture. Washington, because the weather's not going to be, it's you know, you're not going to deal with too much cold. It's not going to be Why not? Because it's Washington. It's not It's not going to be, you know, 10 degrees. It's, Why not? Why? Because it doesn't wa- get that cold in Washington? No, no, not in December. It's How not. much farther north is, is New Jersey than Washington? Well, you're talking, uh, when you talk about a number of hours, um, it's a few hundred miles. So it changes dramatically. Like, like for instance, uh, anyways... I like what I'll tell you as I'm doing something at the same time. I like Washington. I think that's a better matchup. What scares me is um, the Dallas Cowboys. Right now, it's 42 degrees in Washington. Yeah, but the average. Okay, you can do. All that. right, the average January temperatures in Washington D.C. are a high of 43 and a low of 25. Uh huh. 
And okay. in New York? Well, New Jersey. Or in New Jersey. Where it's, what's the city? Um, it's the Meadowlands. I know it's the Meadowlands, but um, I'll just do New Jersey. Uh, high of 39, low of 24. That's okay. almost the same thing. Almost. Anyways. It's cold. It's, co- it's, it's cold. It's colder it's than it would cold. be in Dallas right, in but a I, dome. Yeah. I, I don't. I don't think I'd want to go to Dallas, and the reason for that is offensively they're playing really well. They're playing some good ball, and they've got a quarterback that can get them there. Uh, he hasn't had the opportunities. He hasn't done really well, but it seem, they seem to be meshing. They seem to be you're, coming you're together. You're really scared about Andy Dalton? You're scared about Andy Dalton in the playoffs? Right now as they're playing. I know he has a horrible playoff uh, record. Has he even been in the playoffs? Yeah, with Cincinnati, yeah. They've lost. They've never. Yeah, I don't let's think look he, that up. I don't quick. think he's won. I, if he's won, he's only won one. I don't think of him as a big game quarterback. Yeah. No offense. No, but I think he's better than than uh, what else is you know your your druthers. Um, he's, he's better than whatever Washington's going to throw out there. All right, about this. I like Washington because it's a really short road trip. <laughs> <laughs> it's not that much shorter. <laughs> It's terrible on the ground, though. Remember how yeah. bad it is driving to and from the oh, stadium? Oh, that's, yeah. That's, that's the worst one. Maybe yeah. that or Denver's the worst one in the league. That's a hard go. Uh, he, yeah, Andy Dalton is 0-4 all-time in the playoffs with a 55.7 completion rate, one touchdown, six interceptions, and a passer rating of 57.8. Yeah. That's what you're afraid of? Well, I'm just saying he's hot right now. So. Hot. Okay, well, who do you want? I'm going to tell you, but I'm, I'm debunking this first. Okay. Okay, he, 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 I will say he does have seven touchdowns and one pick in his last three games. Okay. All wins. Uh-huh. So he's been playing well. But that is against Cincinnati, mm-hmm. Philadelphia, and San Francisco. Those are all sub-500 teams. Right, but. Same thing with the Bears, right? Everybody's all right. excited. Bears start the season 5-1, and one, right? Yeah, and then they like lose that. like six straight. Mm-hmm. And, crazy. And then they. Come back And alive. then they've won the last three. Yeah. And that's how you get to eight and seven, and on the fringe of the playoffs. Yeah, their three wins have been against a terrible Houston team, right? Just terrible, yeah. and the worst team in the league, Jacksonville, right? And then Minnesota, which they're they're okay, but they haven't exactly been killing it down the stretch right. here. Right. So let's not people get a little too. All right. So excited I, about I, the Bears. I I think I want to go to Washington. Okay. Where do you want to go? Dallas. Really? Yeah, I'm assuming that Daniel Jones is is back and ready to play, and of the quarterbacks, he's the one that I'm most concerned about. So. I'm saying our offense is as talented as their offense. Okay. Uh, we've got as many weapons as they do, especially because Ezekiel Elliott has been nothing special this year. Right, and we stopped the run really well. Exactly, so we match up well that way. I like. Do you like Tom Brady or Andy Dalton more right now? Oh, I, I like Tom Brady. Okay, so I think our offense can hang with their offense, but the, our defense is better, Much better than Dallas. I, you know, Like you said, we stopped the run very well. We're third in the league in sacks. You make a good case. Um, it's indoors. The weather's not going to be... Uh, it's indoors, right? So the weather isn't an issue. Uh-huh. I'm not all that worried about it. Some people are more worried about the Bucks and cold weather. I don't think it's that big of a deal. Right. But, I, I mean, it's Dallas's defense, and I guess it's maybe been a little better of late, but they're, they're giving up 390 yards per game. But, see, that's artificial. And 30 points per game. Yeah, but that's artificial turf. And, and from my understanding, that was the issue with our kicking game oh, that's was a valid point. that he didn't um, like that turf he didn't like well but i think it's the same turf i think it's oh, the same type of turf um, that's a valid point where you know your foot goes into the ground and and he uh, struggled with that huh. and uh, ba was talking about uh, bruce arians was talking about it that it happened during 
warm-ups and it got in his head. And oh. anytime you get something in a kicker's yeah. head, he starts starting to make adjustments where he probably shouldn't. And Suckup has been around a long time. so And he's I, been great this year. Uh-huh. And I was a little surprised hearing that th- that was an issue. So I am going to throw that. Not that it would come down to kicking, but I hey, think, it, it, games have come down to kicking lately. That, that, that's a worry, but I don't think it's enough to make me change my mind. Okay. Um, so I, I go with Dallas. All but, right. you know, we're just happy to be in. Obviously. Sure, sure. No, well, this is just a discussion. That, I mean, the team doesn't care who they play. They're going to line up and yeah. play. It's just this is the salty dogs. They know they can win on the road. Thinking about it. Right. And now if, we, if some, for some reason we end up in the sixth seed, then, by the way, the first three teams can still end up in any order. Uh-huh. Seattle, Green Bay, it's most likely Green Bay. Green Bay controls their own fate. They just have to beat the Bears, and they get the first seed. And the first seed doesn't play. They're the only right. – the first seed is the so only important. one because we added a playoff team this year. Is so, that the reason why? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, because there's – For seven. those who don't – Follow along. So when you had, I'm trying when, to explain it. When you had six teams per conference, then two teams got to buy, and the other four played in the first week, and then you ended up with four teams. This time you get one team gets a buy, the other six play, three win, and you end up with four teams in the second round. Mm-hmm. Just only one team gets a buy, which is a shame a little bit. Sure. I like the two-buy system a little bit better. Um, certainly gives more teams more to play for, and it'd be interesting to see if Green Bay wins, who it comes down to between Seattle and New Orleans. The funny thing about New Orleans, so Green Bay wins – the one seed if they win, period, because they're a game ahead. Mm-hmm. If they lose and they end up tied with only New Orleans, Green Bay still gets the one seed. That would mean Seattle has to lose. New Orleans still gets the one seed. I mean, Green Bay does because they have a head-to-head win in uh, New Orleans. What New Orleans needs is Seattle and That's Green the funny Bay part. Because then they're all tied and Green Bay get or uh, New Orleans gets it because of – Conference, conference they'll be ten and two yeah. in, in this scenario. They'd be ten and two, and the others would be nine yeah. and three. So, uh, and and you could you could blame that on the Buccaneers because they lost twice to uh-huh. New Orleans but beat Green Bay, mm-hmm. and those are conference games. But <laughs> that's the funny part about it. Seattle knows both Green Bay and Seattle want Seattle to win, uh-huh. but Seattle wants to win and have. I mean, I'm sorry, both New Orleans and Seattle want Seattle to win because New Orleans can't get that by (laughs) without Seattle also winning and making Uh, it a three-way tie. But Seattle wants to win but have New Orleans lose because that's the only way Seattle wins, Green Bay loses, and Seattle ends up with a uh, common games tiebreaker win, five to nothing to four to one, and the one difference is Green Bay lost one of its games to Minnesota. Yeah, I know how much Packers fans don't like the Vikings. No. So if they they lose the seed (laughs) – the bye because, because of, of one loss to the Vikings, that's not going to sit well. And Viking fans will smile. <laughs> They'll have a little yeah, something to they got, Yeah, that's a little gift. A I little hope. something to enjoy. So, yeah. it's still the most likely scenario is that all three of those teams win. They'll all be favored. Green Bay's at Chicago. That's tough. Sure. But I still think Green Bay, especially if they play the way they did against. Yeah, sure. Green Bay, I thought that I mean, game against the Titans was going to – a couple weeks ago, I'm I, like, that's a tough one for I them. thought it was going to be a really close game. And then it's cold, and you're like, well, they got Derrick Henry. Uh-huh. And then it snowed. And it's snowing, and, and then they're like, oh, but the Packers have Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. And I did not know this until watching the broadcast, but apparently he's been insanely good in cold weather. Yeah. Like – 19 and 2 or something like that <laughs> and I don't know what they consider under 32 or whatever and, and even against good teams like yeah. he's got an incredible yeah. record in cold weather against good teams so and he went off and then the actual big the running back who actually dominated wasn't Derrick Henry but the rookie that everybody killed the Packers for taking in the second round AJ Dillon mm-hmm. who's huge yeah. and has tree trunk legs and he's just running over people in the cold 
And and now you're like, well, maybe that wasn't such a bad second round pick, you know? No, it was, he's, he's good for this time of year. Uh huh. Uh, they, yeah, they're they're they're. I think they're the team to. I, I mean, we played them really, really well, and they they they've played solid since they played us. Yeah, that's been it's really crazy. the only blip for them, and they and they were playing well coming in too. Mm-hmm. And they they they're going to have presumably the, the home field advantage. So the path to the Super Bowl goes through Lambeau, mm-hmm. and I don't know if you want to yeah. be playing there in January against Aaron Rodgers, right? Hey, listen, if you got to have a game and you got to earn the playoffs. You go wherever. You go. You play in the parking lot. Hey, if, if we're playing to. in Lambeau, that's a really good sign because we probably have to win two two games to get there, just to get there. Uh-huh. So I'll take that. Sure. I'll take an NFC championship. But, yeah, game. I'm just gonna say we're getting way ahead of ourselves. Yeah. Though. No, but it's so, first w- one game at a time, and you know what that game is? Atlanta Falcons. The Atlanta Falcons. <laughs> it's, <laughs> All right, but I'm thinking about the playoffs because I'm not a player or a coach. Uh, Green Bay plays at Chicago. New Orleans plays at Carolina. Again, it wouldn't shock you if Carolina won, Mm-mm. right? No. I, I, I was surprised they won last week. Um, and then, what's the other one? Seattle plays at, or I think they're home against San Francisco. Again, that whole division has proved that every team in that division can beat any other team in that division. San Francisco played good on Sunday. Yeah, they played. They won. I think they won. I think it was on Saturday. Yeah, <laughs> that's the other thing is the Saturday Sunday stuff is just I I don't know what day it is half the time now. Discombobulated. But this weekend or our playoff weekend, there's three games on Saturday and three games on Sunday during yeah, the during right, the um, right. first round of the playoffs. I hope we get a Sunday game. Um, I Yeah, I my prediction is we're at we're, we're four, we're four o'clock. We're a late game. Really? Yeah, I think we're going to be a late game. I don't know. that You would consider that a more premium slot, right? Late game? Yeah. Okay, well – we're going to be playing – if we're the five seed, we're playing the worst team in the playoffs. I don't think they're going to want to put Washington or something like that in the in the more premium spot. Yeah, but it's Tom Brady. Well, that's a good point. But then the other side of the coin is and, – and I think about this. Aren't they all very, very watchable because sure. it's the weekend of the playoffs yeah. and you're not like going, oh, well, they're going to play at 1 o'clock. I'm not going to watch that game. We it's, have, yeah. you're, you're like glued to it. Obviously, game over with. When's the next one start? Obviously, we've been out of the playoffs for a so dozen long. years, yeah. and so we've watched them all these years. And those those first two weekends are great. That's so that's the best football the whole year. The first two weekends of the playoffs, I think. Well, you also have to take into consideration uh, West Coast teams if they're playing. If, if yeah, West Coast teams are playing, then it's a late game for them because they. Well, know, won't it be a, won't it be a early, medium, and late at this point? Like one, four, and seven kind of thing. Yeah, I think it's one, four, thirty, and eight, fifteen. Yeah, I don't. I don't want that late game. No, especially the way things have gone for us in the late games. Yeah, we just have, and that was that might be the other thing we haven't really shown our best, so maybe they don't want us to be there right <laughs> right then and there. All right, so. So uh, the the most likely outcome is still that Seattle is the three seed, which is who the Buccaneers will play if they end up as the six seed. Mm-hmm. So you go to Seattle. Yeah. Um, that one is getting a little more concerning because somehow I was watching the Seattle Rams game. Me too. And and the announcers kept going, well, and it was a low-scoring game. And the announcers kept going, well, these two amazing defenses, that's not hard to believe. And I'm thinking – Wait a minute. Since when are the Saints an amazing defense? Never. The story – well, wait. The story at about halfway through the season was that their defense was so utterly terrible, on pace to be the worst pass defense of all time, yet they were winning because Russ Wilson was cooking, as they, as everybody yeah. said, and they were scoring like 35 points a game and winning 35-30. to 30. Mm-hmm. They were winning despite their defense, and I didn't realize the storyline had changed. And I, so I went to look at the numbers like, they are. They're playing way better on defense now. What, what happened? 
You're talking about the Saints. I mean, or, yeah, no, the, 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 Sa- Sa- the, the, the Seahawks. Yeah, okay. the Seahawks somehow. And they added a couple of players, but I don't think they were real game uh, guy got, got Somebody got healthy that made Jamal it. Jamal Adams, maybe? I believe so. That That is the difference. And they have Boy, been, oh, boy. They were winning games in shootouts. You're right. Yeah. And then they struggled because they had guys hurt, and uh, defensively they have, they have improved. But, you know, you have Russell Wilson, and here's another guy. He's a gamer. You know, yeah, they're all the way up to twenty third in defense. That's yeah. not bad. No, no. So that's that's a uh, um, that's a long trip too for anybody. They're still the worst in league in pass defense, but I think that's just because they were so terribly bad that even though they've come down a long ways, they're mm-hmm. still their numbers are bad. But uh, yeah, that I mean, I, I had no idea. I guess I hadn't been paying enough attention to the Seahawks because I had no idea that somehow their defense had gotten good, and they've won five of their last six after their, their little lull in the middle of the season. Yeah, so their their last. Here's what they've the points they've given up going reverse chronological order 9, 15, 3, 17, 17, 21. Those are 23. Those are the last seven games. No, that's pretty good. No, it's really good. And, and it's it's concerning because I thought if we end up going to Seattle, at least we have a chance to torch their terrible defense, but it doesn't look that way anymore. Well, what I, what I like in, in your proving it is, you know, the month of December, if you're going to be in it, you got to get hot. And what I'm excited about is I really think the Buccaneers have put it together for the month of December. I, each game we've watched, I've seen improvement. I've seen little things where it makes me go, okay, this is – and I realize the Detroit game was a total blowout, but there were some there were some plays. It was – you know, Coach was saying the execution of the plays, they were there and we were executing. So I was pretty excited about that. And I think I think we have a good chance against anybody. You as, know what the, as Bruce Arian says, we're going to – Buccaneers are going to be a tough, a tough out. out. So who, what, what would you know what hasn't happened since we came out of the bye? Other than we haven't lost, haven't turned the ball over. Very good. You get an A. I'm going to write you. a little A and send it home and down. get it signed by your mom. Yep, it was it was crucial that. Uh, uh, so how many more games do you think we have to go in a row to set the Bucks record for most consecutive games without a, a turnover? Mm, wow. So we're at three right now. How many more do we need to, to set the record? One more. Zero. Really, we tied the record. That's the best we 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 have the record. I was shocked when one three of, games. It was brought to my attention by oh, I can't remember which one actually had the note. So I have to give credit to both Chris King and Michael Panic of the communications department. Uh, they were emailing that around, worried about a little bit. I don't think we used it in in notes because worried a little bit about yeah. jinxing it. But um, Three, three, three games in a row without a tournament. It's the first time the Buccaneers have ever done that. Can you believe that? Not at all. I am. I am. Pleasant. And I'm not. I'm not. I'm not even saying, given our history or anything like that. No. You give me any team that's played for 45 years. You figure you got at some point they yeah. win three games. No, this no. is it. Wow. It's stunning. Very much. So. Tom Brady. Yeah. Tom Brady. Big difference. But, you know, say what you may. By the way, he broke the the touchdown record. Yeah, he which did. lasted all of one year on his three hundredth game. Yeah, isn't that crazy? I know his three hundred regular season game. So he played for the very first time in two thousand as a rookie. He first got into a game in Detroit. Yeah, it wasn't Ford Field; it was the old Silverdome. Sure, we've which, been by there. the way, I looked it up. It got torn down in two thousand seventeen. Yeah, they yep yep they imploded it. They should have. <laughs> they should have done it yeah, a lot sooner. Ford time. Field is nice though. But very, very nice. It's kind of cavernous. It seems wide open. It is. It's big. It is very, very big. So um, he plays his first and 300th game in the same city, yeah. which is amazing. Crazy. Uh, 20 years later. My, so he has now played in more games than any 
player who wasn't a kicker at some point there uh, other than Brett Favre and Jerry Rice. Wow. The um George Blanda from back in the day, he was a quarterback but yeah, kicker he was a, for a long time Yeah, too. quarterback he kicker. He played 27 years. Yeah, and he <laughs> what he would do is he was the kicker and then in the fourth quarter when they were in trouble, they would bring him in as the quarterback. That's great. And he would win. That's yeah, fantastic. Yeah, that it kind of like uh Fitzmagic. Fitzmagic. Yeah, Wasn't that awesome? We're very happy because we love we love him. He was always a great guy when he was here. Oh, he's everybody can't say enough. So he's been him. to what like eight or nine teams? Yeah. In his career. And well, everywhere they go, everywhere he goes, they love him. Well, not only that, but every city he goes, he's had a child. Oh, man. Seriously. Amazing. Yeah. Even Miami? I don't know if they've had one in Miami. Because didn't yet, they have they, but, twins or something yeah, right before they left here? Yeah, yeah. It just seemed like, I guess, when you move to a new city, you're just kind of bonding more and more with your family. So uh, He needs to have a 16-year career to, to never raising all those kids. Never been to the playoffs. That's amazing. And so he's got a shot at it, yeah. So which is pretty phenomenal. He comes in and 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 leads them to the win. And you, I'm sure you saw the pass I where did. he was getting his head Blind. yanked around. Yeah. How in the world he got that pass to relatively where it was supposed to be is beyond me. Is that called throwing to a spot? I, but I guess <laughs> he was already in the motion and he managed yeah. to get it off. I don't. I, you know, I think I'm a little bit worried about my head getting twisted off at that point. Yeah, it hurt. That was incredible. It was. It, that's what's. That's what's so awesome about football is that it's 60 minutes and you, and crazy stuff happens and you think it's not. I mean, John Gruden makes the – what had happened there is they, they purposely did not score because they didn't want a minute on the clock. And nobody was saying they were wrong when no, they did that. I don't that. think it was wrong. Do you? No. I don't think it was. I think it was a smart call. I think it was – you know, it's going to be 20 seconds. If they score fast, everybody's ripping them for scoring fast. Right? I'm with you. I think a lot of people I'm would have done you. that exact same strategy. Just didn't didn't work. But, that, but that's what's so awesome about football. You do the strategy. You think you're there. It makes perfectly good sense. And then something and then, weird happens. Yeah, you, know, you can't. What was it, pass interference? Pass interference, yeah. And then Ugh. and then you throw a ball like that, and, you, and, and, and they made the field goal when they needed to make the field goal, so. That's Crazy. that's why I love football. You just you just don't know. So we you know we have a hard time staying getting all the way through a thought without veering off in a tangent. Here I because know because this all became that's a, me. That's my I well I do it too. This all came out of me talking about Tom Brady playing his three hundredth game. game. Yeah. So Jerry Rice played in three hundred three and Brett Favre played in three hundred two. Mm-hmm. So assuming that Tom Brady continues his career next year, he will pass both of them among non kickers. See. He's like 12th on the list right now. I will be shocked if Tom does not play next oh, year. Oh, no, I totally agree. I'm just saying I, assuming because yeah. you never know. All right. I mean, it's every indication are he wants to play. An indication is he wants to play at least one more year. Oh, yeah. So um, he'll easily get that record. And now this week he'll make his – and all of this is regular season, by sure. the way. If you add in the playoffs, he's already oh, he's well ahead well of Well, way over, yeah. But um, this will be his 299th start. Wow. And that will break Brett Favre's record. Oh. When he so this will be, you'll become the first, first person in NFL history, Correct. to start two hundred ninety nine games. That is just, and then next year's probably three hundred. Phenomenal, yeah, it is three hundred nine. You know, I, I and I, that math doesn't I, seem right. What's what's kind of crazy when you think about it because you always yeah, you, you it makes you wonder, but was Tom Brady the difference factor in New England? Which everybody is, wants to know that answer, you, black and white. It, but it's hard because it's a different team, so you just don't know. 
if Tom Brady were in New England this year, I'm sure they would be more successful. And maybe he can will any team to the playoffs. Mm-hmm. But they still wouldn't be – they'd still no, they have wouldn't. problems. They had so many defensive opt-outs. Yeah. Uh, they don't have much in the way of offensive weapons. Sure. They'd still – I think they'd be better because Cam Newton has not been good. No, no. Uh, he, so yo, I'm sure Tom, they'd have a better record and maybe a shot at the playoffs. Tom Brady always makes the playoffs. It seems to be. He Since 2003, he's made the playoffs in every season that he played the whole season. Right. He, had, there was that 08 year when he got hurt and they won 11 games but didn't make the playoffs. Yeah. Wow. So – it's, a, it's pretty a, phenomenal, you know. It's it, you so know. It was a good idea to get him and bring him. He's here. a guy you love to hate when he's not on your team, but boy, do you love him <laughs> I when love he's him on now. you. <laughs> uh, I guess we we probably been going for a while here, haven't we? We have. We uh, should probably get to the questions uh, from the fans. Have. Okay, but before that, okay. What one of my favorite things that, that I saw in the Detroit game? Do you, do you can you guess what it was? And it wasn't really like an accomplishment. Something you saw in the Detroit game. No, it, Gronkowski's what? robot name oh, was hilarious. hilarious. Yeah, what he call, he called it something. I don't uh, know. I, I don't Gronkenstein. Know. <laughs> it was so good, man. He ought to do that every yeah, time. Yeah, I mean, he's already known for the spike. Sure, and then he adds that in. Yeah. I mean, I laughed out loud. Yeah, I mean, it was. It just he it, seems he genuinely has fun out there on the football field. He is a very smart man. He yeah, knows right. how to market. That's he true. is a very smart that whole that whole Gronk. That's yeah, not no. real. He's a very very smart man. Yeah, that's he's great. definitely cultivated an image that. And you know he looked like prime Gronk you know, with he's that catch. Good. He looked good. like prime Gronk when he caught he had two that. of them. He had uh-huh. another like seam pass. Uh-huh. So, yeah, it is. It's very very exciting. And uh, uh, yeah, you know, I mean, when. You're so excited you can't talk. Well, no, I was just thinking about, you know, you, you have a guy that's played that long, and then you have the newcomers like Ledbetter coming in and getting a first sack, and you have, yeah. you know what I'm saying? It, and yeah. then you have, and then you have. Um, Anthony Nelson got his first sack. Yeah, and then you have, I want to um oh gosh, he was brought up from the practice squad. Herb Miller. Herb Miller. I was going to say Miller. And I, Somebody I was called trying, him Herbie. Yeah, <laughs> and, and he gets a he gets yeah. his first pick. You know, first of all, he's on the practice squad, and then he goes, hey, you're going to be on the active roster, and you go, okay, cool, I'm going to get a larger paycheck, I'm on the active, <laughs> uh, uh, and then you're in the game, and you get a pick. I, that's the type of stuff I love. He was, he, this is the third game he's played, and he's play, when he has played the other two, they've put him out on almost every special team, so he must be a pretty good athlete, but this is the first time he really got to play on defense, Uh huh. and he comes up with a pick. Oh, it was uh, phenomenal, phenomenal, fun, uh, fun stuff. Okay. Two, I just want to I just want to brag. I got two different witnesses. You know, uh, Michael Panics one, Jason Turner's another. Okay. I for some reason predicted that Anthony Nelson would get his first career sack this week. I've got witnesses. And, really? And then he did. Wow. So maybe I should you predict must, something. You must have been seeing something. Let me let me predict some. Who, who, how could I help us in this next game? Um, show up. Oh, how about? For the first time ever, the Buccaneers in the season with three players had ten or more sacks. I like that because Devin White needs one, mm-hmm. Jason Pierre-Paul needs half, and Shaq needs two. How many sacks we get them last time? The Falcons. Yes. Yeah, feel like we got six. a bunch, like six, and most of them in the second half. Yeah. Yeah, they they've been a little banged up on their offensive line. We started playing man and blitzing. That'd more. be pretty cool. Yeah, Devin had three. So if we have that means we have at least four sacks, and I like our our chances if our pass rushes get into Matt Ryan. All right, that's okay. a good that's a good call. All I right, like do you it. want to move on to the questions? Yeah, let's do that. All right, here's one from Phil Schwadron. We've heard from him before. Uh huh. Um, hey, S dogs, this is the one. The question I alluded to earlier 
when I said let's table that discussion. Sure. Because this is a pretty good point. Uh-huh. Now that we're in the playoffs, here's a thought. What if the 2020 New Orleans Saints are the 2002 Philadelphia Eagles? Meaning that we couldn't seem to beat them until we did beat them when it mattered most, the NFC Championship. I like it. If we see the Saints again, can we turn them into the Eagles? Phil Schwadron, longtime listener and longer-time Bucks fan. I think he lives in California, if yeah. I remember correctly. Phil, I like it. That is a, that is a great analogy. Uh, for, very oh, good. I shouldn't use the word analogy because I think he's a, a teacher, and I don't know if that's an analogy or a simile or a metaphor, mm. but a comparison, let's say. Yeah, I like it. Uh, that's so very, very true. Yeah. So to to Climb for anybody that mountain. doesn't know what he means, but most Bucks fans probably do know what he means, right? Yeah, but you the, should explain it. Bucks couldn't beat the Eagles for a while. We no. had in the early '90s turned things around. The first hurdle was we couldn't get past the Packers, and then we did get past the Packers, and then we started making the playoffs almost every year. We will start beating the Packers at least half of the time, mm-hmm. but we couldn't beat Philly. We couldn't beat them in the regular season. We lost to them in the regular season at Dead. Philly in the Super Bowl season. Yep. We lost to them in the playoffs in 2001. We lost to them in the playoffs in 2000. Yeah. They were the team that, that we could, just couldn't get past. And so when we go there for the NFC Championship in 2002, there was a lot of people that believed we weren't going to be able to beat the Eagles. No. Nope. Like, that's not so where we wanted Eagles. to go. Rumor yeah, so was the they had their trucks halfway to <laughs> San Diego. <laughs> That closed down the Wasn't bat. that like the fourth straight time they lost the NFC Championship game? Yeah, they they they, they did struggle. But Well, I mean, you're but, not struggling if you're making four straight no, NFC Championship no. games. I'm just saying they couldn't get over that hump. No, but in this day and age, if you do, it doesn't matter if you don't, Third. you know, you get there, it's nice the first time, but you got to keep going. Okay, so. they lost. They beat us, but then lost in the next round in 2000. They lost in the NFC Championship game in 2001. They lost to us in the NFC Championship game in 2002. Lost the NFC Championship game in 2003. Mm. And then finally won that game and made the Super Bowl, but lost yeah. to the Patriots, yeah. probably. Yeah, yeah, that was in Jacksonville, in 2004. I so That's when Donovan, that's when Donovan McNabb, McNabb had a little trouble with yeah, the was, clock at the was, end. He was throwing up. Um, okay, so yes, that's a that's a really good point. This time it's the Saints. The Buccaneers mm-hmm. have been struggling with for years now. Already lost I them twice like, yeah. this year. Yeah, no. That would be – gosh, that would be great. Speaking of, uh, um, what's your thoughts on, I don't know uh, if we, on Kamara <laughs> not getting all the touchdowns when he could have? Well, the, he, he, I was he, watching that game. And you remember how you said you don't um, – you sometimes turn the announcers off? Uh, I had done that because I was – I had a podcast I wanted to listen to, not this one, and um, I was listening to a podcast, and I had the I had the sound down, but was watching watching the game. a game. And uh, so I knew that Kamara had five, and then they get there, and they don't put him in the game, uh-huh. and they kept showing him on the sideline, and I didn't have the so I didn't know what the announcers were saying, but I'm thinking he looks upset. Yeah, and uh, I can't believe that. Peyton didn't put him in there for that to tie the record. I agree. I couldn't believe it because he would have. It was clearly demonstrated they weren't going to stop him. You know what that reminded me of? That reminded me of Mike Ditka. Uh, Giving it to the fridge. Well, giving it to the fridge and not giving it to um, Walter Peyton. Walter Peyton. And that is like. In the same stadium. Oh, really? It was the the Super Bowl. And people still talk about that. And that's what, and that was the whole. That was the whole thing I was thinking: is Are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? I couldn't believe it. I couldn't. Either. And now, as it turned out, they got a yet another opportunity, and then he sent Kamara out there, and Kamara yeah. tied the record. But he ties the record. He would he have owned the record, and and a guy carried that team the whole. Yeah. You, so, you know what the other I thing? Digress. The other thing after that game is, um, and I keep giving props to 
to the communications guys here, but this wasn't my original thought. Uh, that game was on Christmas. It's the first game of the of the of the week, and you already know, no matter how good your guys do, you got no chance of winning NFC Offensive Player of the Week. Right? Because Kamara was six touchdowns. Oh yeah, it didn't matter what you did. did right? I don't know what you could possibly do to beat Alvin Kamara. I'll, I don't know anything, and you know this. I don't know anything about fantasy football, but I'm just saying, if you had that guy, you must have really, you must have won. You well, I know a little bit. bit about fantasy football, and. Well, if you had him, what does he do for you? Well, if you one for one thing, if you had him, you're the lucky one in your drafts because uh, all the consensus draft picks this year, one through four, in some order, were uh, Christian McCaffrey. Uh, You know, he's been out most of the season, so all those teams that picked him basically got screwed out of a first round pick. Sure. Second pick, Ezekiel Elliott has had a terrible season. Horrible. And then the third pick was generally considered Alvin Kamara, who's been fantastic. And if you had him, you have a good chance to be in the playoffs and the championship game, which most teams, most leagues are playing their championship game in week 16. Uh So if you made the championship game, you won. And? And then the fourth pick was Michael Thomas, who's hardly played this year. No, he hasn't. You're the only team in the top of the draft that's happy with who you pick. Everybody Uh, else else bombed. So uh, that was the second highest single game fantasy scoring of all time. Wow. That's amazing. That so, is amazing. Six touchdowns will do that for you. Well, that's pretty strong. I hope. I hope. Wait, we, we really. How did we get from? Oh, because Phil's question to be, because <laughs> because uh, because it's me. Anyway, I like I like that question. Uh, so do I. Thanks, I would like Phil. that to happen. Yes. Well, that's how it was. We could connect the dots of this because he was talking about the Saints, and then it made me think about that. And okay. So we could connect All the right. dots. It wasn't so random as it sounds. I mean, yeah. Who wants to listen to some predictable anyway? All right. All right. This one is from a uh, Kevin. C, last name starts with C, says he used to live in St. Pete. Now okay. I'm in Texas. All right. Hey, saltiest ones. Uh, that'd be me. I, I trust this coaching staff, really. So. But are we sure it's a good idea to, idea to plague Mike Evans in this last game so that, oh. that he can get that record? Absolutely. I mean, it's great that the team wants to help him do it, but Mike's had some late season injuries, which is what I was saying, mm-hmm. in the past, and I'd had to see something happen and I'd hate to see something happen. He, he didn't actually write that right. But I'd hate to see something happen that keeps him out of the playoffs. Mm-hmm. I took a short breath at one point last week. I think I know the play he's talking about. Right, I when he too. seemed to take an awkward step at the sideline on one play in the second half. I think I remember that play. I do. I don't know. I'm kind of torn here. What do you guys think? It's Kevin. Uh, You've clearly made your point. Yeah, Kev, I, listen, yeah, if you uh, if you play scared, you're going to get hurt. I agree. And, that well, is, I mean, and but players you, will tell you that too. Is but that, you don't, that's when you get hurt is if you're in the game and you're trying. Mike Mike will play because he wants his team to win. And also but, – but, Jeff, you can't play scared if you're not playing at all. Right. But I don't think Mike wants to sit on the side. He wants to play because it's important – that they win this game. Yeah, and I, I, I still think we have something to play for. Oh, I do too. I, I it, so I think you need to try to win this game. Now, if I, you know, l- listen, if you want to take him out at some point in the second half with the game decided and he's already got the record, sure, sure, sure. But the fifth seed is better than the sixth seed. Bruce said period. that. Period. And not in relation to who you might end up playing. Just being five is better than six. Correct. And I'm with that. Full force. It now does, it if, does give you one tinier bit chance of possibly having a, a home game. Now, if Mike, if there's a bunch of Mike gets a couple of touchdowns, he's got a hundred and some yards. We're winning big. Yeah, bring him in. Go ahead and put some other folks out there. Agree. Yeah. Okay. All right. So we 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 didn't yeah. need to spend a whole lot of time no. on that one. All right. That was all fun. right. Good. Question. Last one all from right. a Stephen Waller. We had a Stephanie Waller here one time. 
Steven. We had a Jason Waller, too. Yeah, Wallers. Oh, oh, with an S. And that one had yeah. an H in it. This is W-A-L-L-E-R. Oh. Okay. Guys, love the podcast. Usually listen to it on my phone while driving home from work on Wednesdays. You get this up. Oh. On, right? Don't, yeah, it goes, it goes sense, up on Wednesday morning. Of course, with traffic a lot lighter these days, I have to listen to a bigger part of it when I get home. <laughs> that is true. It's well, you can always just stop, but continue. Anyway, my question is actually about you guys. All right. Yeah, Jeff's nervous. Wondering which of you is more superstitious when it comes to sports and the teams you follow. I'm usually pretty superstitious. That's it. That's the whole question. Have fun with it. I'm pretty superstitious. Between the two of us, though, who do you think is more? I used to have lucky underwear. (laughs) That you wore. You continued wearing as long as we were winning? Uh Uh-huh. Like every day or just game days? Just game days. They were my game day undies. I'm sure Linda loved that. Yeah, they were. They are they and they they were pretty strong. They were pretty good. I do. I do still um, feel like the kind of person who, when a, when a nowadays nobody announcers don't avoid talking about no hitters anymore. That's totally changed. If you're watching yeah. baseball and there's a no hitter going on, they don't shy away from it at all. I think they should. I'm a, I, I like the old days when they did. I I uh, you know what's going on. It's kind of cool not saying anything about it. It I I. It, it's inevitable. I don't know how many times we've been doing a game and Gene has said, wow, he hasn't thrown a pick in the last 50,000 times. Whoa, it's intercepted. I mean, yeah. You know, Gene impression. I'm just saying. Where are those cannons? I'm just, you know, yeah, I, I kind of like that. Um, Who, who's more between you and me? Probably I you. I I don't know. what Do you have I'm a definitely game? more irrational on game days. Well, you know? I think depending on what team. Now, if it's your Cardinals, your baseball Cardinals, very you're, you're very much so, yeah. Also, I get too pessimistic. You know yeah, you do. You get down I'm like, quick. Oh, we're going to oh, this game looks bad, you know. Yeah. I could I could have my eyes closed and just listen to Scott and I could tell you whether we're winning or losing. Uh, well, <laughs> you know, it, it, when we're when we're playing a normal home game and we're uh, in the press box, we're really not allowed to be yelling anything. Right. But when we're in that control booth on the oh, game, you love those, you love that. We don't censor ourselves. No, you, you you guys do not censor yourself. But we, you've told me we can't hear it on the broadcast. No, because we we are we're socially distanced. We're and it, we're on a lower level, and for whatever yeah, reason, yeah, I get my information to you through mm-hmm. Twitter and TJ. Uh huh. And a lot of times I'll take my headset off and yell, Scott, what about this? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, so it's that's there. I tell you, our games either seem to be nothing fun is happening, or there are so many notes that you could barely keep up with it. Right. And this last game was one like that. Like, oh, okay, we're scoring most points we've ever had, largest margin of victory, most passing yards and a half. It was one thing after another. Uh huh. It was it almost is, impossible to keep up. I know it was nonstop. It was a hard go. No I mean, question. you like that? Oh yeah. And then yeah. after the game, you got a little more time to parse it all out. But um, you know, we're trying to get this out as quickly as possible. Like, uh, they, you know, we just. We just passed our most yards ever in a game, or that 34 nothing lead is our biggest halftime lead ever. All uh-huh. that stuff. It was just nonstop. Yeah. But, hey, listen, it's it's a lot of fun. Looking forward to Sunday's game. You doing anything uh, special before the game? Yeah. Wearing anything or driving a different way? I drive a different way. Like, I, like coming on Sundays, I've got a number of ways to come. And if I drive one way and we lose that game, the next home game, not going that way I don't go that way. I really, I don't. Yeah. No, yeah. I'm not doing anything special. And also when I go into the parking lot, if I, if I, like I can go either left or right to park my car. They tell you whether to go left or right. Yeah. You I, just ignore them? Yes, I do. <laughs> <laughs> I, I know people. Okay. So I will decide whether if we lost, then I'll go to the, to the other side. <laughs> 
hey, I'm just. Fortunately, we have not done a lot of. We've only lost consecutive games once, right? Mm-hmm. The Rams and Chiefs. Yep. That's usually yep. a good sign. So I'm no longer in that lot. <laughs> <laughs> you just have to park somewhere completely. You park right next to the pirate ship over there. Yeah. Drive uh, up the ramp. My driver just drives around the stadium the whole time. <laughs> I come in on a helicopter like Whitney Houston. Uh, yeah, I'm sure. Did she come in on a helicopter? I have no idea. I have no idea. Oh, Remember you know, she sung the anthem from the roof. Yeah. The yeah. No, she didn't. She didn't sing it from the roof. She's she, well. She lip synced it. That oh, was the well, one. I, I, talk about the location. Jeff. Yeah. Oh, I don't think. Well, you think she was on the roof? I Whitney, thought she was on the field. Houston. Is she on the roof? Anthem. As I got Super something to Bowl. say about that. 1991. It's the 91 Super Bowl. I don't think so. That was when the Iraq. That's when the. Uh, when yeah. The, um, it was. It was during the war. Uh huh. That's when it started. They had the snipers. No. no, she's clearly not standing on the roof. No, she's <laughs> she's on the grass. But but I like. Why did you. I think she was on the roof? Lord only knows. Now you see these guys the walking. Stadium up. doesn't really Here, even have a quit. roof. See these guys walking up. See these guys walking up. Yeah. You know what they are? Uh, they look like snipers. They are. Those are snipers. So they're looking for sni- for locations. What they do is they're practicing. Why they, do they need real guns? Because they they're going to they're going to use the sights. This is real. This is, they are practicing for the Super Bowl yeah. of, um, God, there's a ton of them. Yeah. This is the prep that's going on for the Super Bowl. Yeah. Yeah. Crazy, huh? Yep. So, just a little insight. All right. All I right. Don't have, I don't have anything else. I mean, we could talk forever about these things, but we, we got to wrap this up at some point. All right. We'll wrap it up then. Since you did, thanks for listening.